0: I think a lot of people are scared to take the leap. Yeah. It's like this fear of like, what if I screw up? It's like, and what if you do screw up? There's a job, there's this, there's that. On the other side though, if you do actually make it, your life could change.
1: Welcome to High Level Hot Takes. My name is Matt Cecino. And if you are a high leveler looking for ways to take advantage of this amazing tool and hear about cool case studies of how it's being used, you are in the right place. If you're looking for more tips and tricks in all things high level, Check out HowToHighLevel.com after the show. Welcome back. We're doing a little high level hot take and I'm joined by a fellow Matt, Matt Parvoo. Thanks for sitting down with me, Matt.
0: Absolutely, how are you doing today?
1: For folks who don't know, uh, give us a little history. How'd you find high level? How'd you end up here?
0: Yeah, great question. So I found high level through YouTube. I feel like 95% of people figured out about high level through YouTube. out a lot about the backend automations, like SMS automations and that to me sparked a lot of ideas and so I'm sure when everyone at first finds out about the high level, you're like, that's crazy. So you start, you take it, you build your own stuff. And yeah, that was about, I think, January at this point. So it's been like 10 months. Okay. Months.
1: Fabulous. And so uh, was your background agency?
0: No, actually, interesting enough. So I used to run a pool construction company. We do high end luxury pools. So like quarter million dollar builds. We're through pools backyard. So I, and I would run my own ads. Okay leave for them, I'd follow them, they'd book appointments, or I'd just send them to calendar. they'd book appointments. So I, I was familiar with a lot of the online stuff, right? Uh, and that was last year, so last year in November, I was like, yo, I'm done with this, we're not going to continue to do that. I just had enough of it. The overhead's crazy, the fulfillment is crazy, so I'm like, let's try an agency. I've seen a lot about agencies online, and we started an agency. Uh, we launched in February, and yeah, I haven't looked back, we've been more profitable than the other company, which is crazy less overall revenue, but I mean, who cares about that? When you're making more profit, sure. that's what matters. Right? Yeah,
1: that is what matters. What, uh, mostly um, tell me about that. Are you running as a SaaS, as an agency? What have you been doing
0: So we are a marketing agent, traditional Facebook ads, and then we implement SaaS, so we we'll go high level. Cool. So yeah, we rebuild our clients for SaaS mode. We'll give them the snapshots, the follow-ups, the calendars, run Facebook ads, funnels, the whole nine, and then we'll generate the appointments. If the lead doesn't generate the appointment, Then we integrate into the Eliza. So we're just following up on the back end with the conversational AI, the AI booking bot. Honestly, it's fantastic. People think they're texting real people, which is pretty funny, but it's really a bot that books it. Uh, Yeah, that's it. It's marketing agency that generates appointments. If they don't, then we'll do the full follow up as well on Eliza and we have a VA there.
1: Cool. Are you doing that for other pool companies? Bingo. Cool. Bingo, yeah. Okay. Wow. Man, what was the biggest shift? from doing it yourself to doing it for other folks, something you didn't
0: expect. In terms of like shifting from a company that does the cool contracts to yeah. another- I,
1: I, of- I think you mentioned, you said like, hey, it's less revenue, but it's more profit.
0: Yeah, so to give you some context on, on the construction side of things, you're at like 10, 15% margins after everything. So you could do 1.52 million and only make 100,000, 150, yeah. 200,000. Whereas an agency we're running at like 72 percent margins. Granted we have a smaller type of team and we yeah. heavily on automations. So if you're doing seventy percent, you take three hundred K and you do three hundred K in a year, you're making more than a one point five million dollar business that runs contracts and installs the actual project. So it's way less work, way less headache, way less legal obligation. Like I'm not driving mini excavators into the backyard and machines and dump trucks on the front and, Overall, I yeah. wake up. My commute is ten seconds to the office. That's awesome.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, the best. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's fabulous. Okay, so you were there. Were you there for all the feature releases?
0: Today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Was there anything that stood out to you where you're like, "Yes, yeah. it's finally here"?
0: The coolest thing I think was the AI booking phone call tool. Whatever yeah. You, I don't even know what they're calling it. The AI calling tool, whatever that is. Yeah. I think that's going to be revolutionary done properly especially if you can generate leads Like if you know how to generate leads at scale sure you're going to get 20 to 30 percent that book but you have 70 percent that don't so having someone that can like if you got 100 leads within 10 minutes you need a big team to appointments at that Having an AI that it can automatically follow up, I think that's game changing. I think that's gonna be huge, for a little bit obviously, and then eventually it'll probably get played out and we're gonna see some other sort of swing, depends on all the swings. Yeah. But I think that's a huge early adopter movement, people that are gonna hop on that early and have the leads pumping into the system yep. at scale. I think it's just gonna be a cash for Just depending. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Um, well, for someone starting off, so let's say they were wine back and they're 10 months ago and like you were, what, what advice would you give them?
0: Do they know anything about marketing as a whole? Are they, what what area? Because there's so many pieces to that. I know,
1: there are. I have no, I have uh, no backstory for my fictitious person. So no backstory. You, you, you you, 10 months ago, what would you have told yourself?
0: Me 10 months ago? Yeah. I told myself, F it, take the leap. Just do it. First worst thing that happens is, I'll go back and you'll do something else and make money. I mean, I think a lot of people are scared to take the leap. Yeah. It's like this fear of like, what if I screw up? It's like, And, what if you do screw up, there's a job, there's this, there's that. On the other side though, if you do actually make it, your life could change, so bet on yourself 10 to 10 times, 11 to 10 times, take the leap. If you screw up, you learn something along the way and just adapt, pivot, and keep going.
1: Yeah, fabulous. Love it, words of wisdom right there i Someone else did this. I was like, oh, this is this is fair. Do you have any questions for me?
0: Yeah. What is it that you guys do with a uh, hot level oh. hot takes and <laughs> you guys come and through? all this? This is great.
1: So, so this is we've got HL Pro Tools, which is outsourced uh, support and a bundle of a bunch of tools that we have built on top of High Level that we just. Have to make it easier to grow and um, and enjoy high level. Trying to simplify that process, but yeah, we're mostly known for the outsource support portion of it. So we run uh, the support for most, I think, all of the main stage speakers. So everybody's got a big account, especially if they're running more SaaS mode and, and direct interface with the clients. That's uh, that's what we do.
0: What's your favorite feature about what you guys do? What do you get most pumped up about? And most excited about?
1: Oh man, I think customer success. So there's a there's a thing that we do. So. There's there's a number of folks now that will do um, outsourced support. Uh, we we had the advantage or the luck of just being first, and uh, so you get to see a, a large volume. And you just learn things early, and uh, one of the things is, is our perspective about um, the technical support and, and, and piece about it is. How does, this, how does this actually um, surprise and delight a customer on the other side of it? And so our protocol is, when we're in interfacing with your customers, let's say, do, as an agency, do your customers log into the app? Yeah. Okay, so they could be there. So if you wanted, we'd be there running live chat and they've, they've got whatever it is. And let's say they ask you know, about an ad campaign, Uh, we wouldn't know it, but we escalated to you. So in our tool, you can be in there with us kind of a thing. And so we escalate to your team or whatever it is. But let's say they're just like, hey, this isn't loading right for me. We go in there, we fix it, It takes us two seconds. And we're like, hey, got it all fixed, it's working great. Um, If you wouldn't mind, It means the world to us, uh, to just keep the good word out about what we're doing. Here's the link to our page, if you mind leaving us a review, it means the world to us. So we actually generated um, over 3,000 five-star reviews running technical support. That's a paradigm shift. It's not just like you're the janitor mopping, it's like your job is to ensure that person's day is better in a situation where it could have been really, really bad. So we like to say we take, we make, uh, we're quick, kind and thorough, to make complicated things clear and frustrating things delightful.
0: Cool. Follow up question for you. Yeah. It sounds like obviously you have access to work with other agencies. Yeah. Which by default, I'm assuming you guys had some sort of view on snapshots and statuses and leads yeah. and opportunities. So you're yeah. really being able to see big picture. Yeah. These guys are crushing it. These guys mm-hmm. suck. So for the people listening there, what are your top three things that you would recommend people do? to optimize and be more of people that are crushing it and run away from the people suck category.
1: Yeah, well, there's so many degrees to that. And so uh, I'm gonna assume or interpret crushing it as making a ton of sales, having more margin in their life. Uh, Common thread there is you'll never sell more than the number of people who know you exist. The people that are crushing it are committed to making sure that more people know they exist every single day in as many ways as possible. Second to that, they tend to focus on vehicles for sales that are higher leverage. So once again, if we're defining crushing it as like consistently growing, having more margin you know, in their life, uh, they will sell in, in a one to many format. So uh, not doing one on one sales calls. Either group sales or webinars or something like that.
0: Cool. I like that webinars a lot. Because that's something, especially as I think he was a second gentleman. He does a lot of, yeah, you're saying webinar. I think Frank Byrne is saying yeah, webinar. That's Frank's style. That is something that we're going to chart within our agency. So I appreciate the confirmation on my idea that Frank Byrne popped in my head. And i definitely take that to the bank.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. We helped Frank launch and run all of his uh, behind the scenes. And yeah, I think he was, he's one of those folks that I think about. He, always make sure he's committed to running ads and he's uh, committed to making sure that there's a high leverage way where people can be educated and make that decision.
0: And is that for the SaaS product or for agency or do you guys start low ticket SaaS, upsell to agency, any sort of recommendations there on strategy?
1: Well, I mean, do what you wanna do, right? There are folks that like wanna be service providers, so be a service provider. Folks who wanna be SaaS, then be SaaS. The difference between a uh, SaaS and service webinar is a service provider webinar. You can actually just teach to confuse. That's the goal. You, you show them all the cool stuff you're doing and they're like, uh, this looks so cool. Can you just do it for me? With SaaS, you're not trying to teach to confuse. With SaaS, what you're trying to do is actually unbox the parts inside of the software and that creates desire for the tool itself. So um, for example, FG Funnels. Uh, if you heard Kathy speak, yeah. um, so they're a client of ours, and their main attraction is the templates they put into the tool. So people want the templates. That's where they demonstrate. That's where they highlight. That's where they showcase. People want these beautiful templates that are designed specifically for you know course creators, digital product creators, and um, they like the designs that are inside the tool. To get the design, I have to get the tool.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I
1: appreciate yeah. it. Awesome. Matt, thank you for sitting down. This was an awesome high-level hot take.